Hi. Welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present, on history.org. This is behind the scenes, where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins, and mostly I ask questions. The electronic field trip, Founders or Traders, premieres Thursday, December 6, 2007. Here with me in the studio are John Hammett and Steve Holloway, who portray Benjamin Franklin and John Adams in the program. It's 1776 in Philadelphia. Declaration of Independence just been written. Uh, and we're talking about who supports it, who doesn't support it, what's likely to happen. How do you prepare for those roles? How do you, well, ask you, how do you get to be John, uh, to Benjamin Franklin? How do you get to be? Well, it's a, <laughs> it's a long, long, difficult road, believe me. Uh, it, it, there's is so much information about Benjamin Franklin. I mean, it, it, it's virtually endless. Uh, you go and you read as much as possible. You try to get inside the mind of the man, if, if that is indeed possible, and to humanize him and, and discover his motivations, his thoughts, his fears, and his hopes uh, for his own life, for America, for his fellow citizens. And, and, I, and I think you add to that the spice, mm -hmm. his uh, incredible humor, his wry wit, his um, uh, politically incorrect statements uh, on occasion. His, <laughs> his, uh, his occasional dalliance with someone uh, There's always other that. than his first wife. Exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, you, you try and don all of those clothes, so to speak, and, uh, and, and put that uh, sparkle in his eye, and, and really present all of that in what is a remarkably short amount of time mm -hmm. if you consider the entire uh, electronic field trip. Now, John Adams was something of a, 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 a presented a rather dour personality, although uh, from the letters that he and Abigail exchanged, he was not like that personally at all. No, not at all. That was his perception. But uh, no, behind the mask, he was someone else completely different. Uh, how do you do that? Well, uh, the short answer to prepare for this is to learn your lines. Um, the long answer, I, I've been playing John Adams off and on for the past five or six years. I was recruited by Bill Barker, who, who, who is renowned for his portrayal of Thomas Jefferson. And I think he wanted me to be, you know, Thomas Jefferson's straight man. And we would, we would uh, go on debates, and we still do, uh, once or twice a year to our... Uh, high schools down in North Carolina. So that's that's how I got into doing John Adams and trying to learn the fellow. And uh, uh, Mr. McCullough's book is, I mean, I've got a copy of it here, and it's just marked up and torn up, and it's it's my Bible where Adams is concerned. Uh, for the purpose of these, our presentations with, with Bill, with Bill's Thomas Jefferson, when this CFT came up and I heard about it, I expressed an interest, but I... Uh, I'm I'm fascinated with the history of the Royal Navy. I wanted to play Admiral Howe, but uh, <laughs> and then they said, "Well, okay, well, good news. You know, we we cast you, but we want you to do John Adams." I went, "Oh, oh, okay." So, uh, but no, I, I'm a great admirer of Adams. Apparently, we have a, a, a some uh, we we have some things in common. I don't know if this is good or bad. One of the reasons Bill chose me is because to, to be uh, Adams against his Jefferson is that. Um, Apparently, I don't perceive this myself, but others seem to see in me uh, someone who gets passionate about certain political things, and uh, I've been called obnoxious and disliked, and frequently, and, uh, frequently. frequently yes, yes, uh, uh, the highest uh, praise, I'm sure, and, and 
And uh, so that's and so I I, uh, I I think a lot of John Adams, and I, I am in complete agreement with him when it comes to uh, the role of government and how we must ever be uh, mindful of the abuses of power. That government will dissolve into tyranny if you let it. That's mm -hmm. that's that's the history of the world over and over well, again. Franklin said much the same thing on two different occasions that I know about. Franklin, while he. Uh, fought for the revolution as fervently as, as anybody else ever did. Uh, if you read some of what he said, he did not like government and didn't like the people in government even more. <laughs> yes. But government was not one of his favorite things. No, no, not at all. Um, he he saw it, I believe, and, and and this is something we try to bring to it uh, as an opportunity for people to seek opportunity, that you didn't have to rely upon your name or money or family or connections or, government. Any, of the, or, or government, any of the traditional props uh, to, to elevate you. It, you. it was by your own talent and the sweat of your brow. And uh, by joining those two talents together, you could go as, as far as your abilities would allow. Well, uh, Franklin's life was something like that. He started off Very as a much. printer's apprentice, which is a road to nowhere unless you actually make something of it. One of the things I can't abide about Franklin, I'm sorry to tell you this, <laughs> he said some of the most cornball things in Poor Richard's Almanac <laughs> that you know I have ever read anywhere by anybody. And people took it as just this most wonderful wisdom. Uh, yes, <laughs> he did. He came up with some very cornball statements, and but I think also he was he was uh, he, he was producing larger ideas in a format that would be understood and appreciated by the common man, mm -hmm. and 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 someone who was not educated who would not necessarily understand uh, subtlety, nuance, or irony, but if put straight out in a very, as we say, cornball statement, that it would come to them. They would understand. So, I'm not. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I want to be sure that I understand. You both study your characters to be sure you've got it factually correct. But to bring the role out, you try to learn the inner man as well as the outer man's and. I would think that would be harder to do. Not really. If you if you think that uh, all of us have more things in common than uh, than than we, than not, and uh, you look for the similarities uh, in the character that you're playing that you that you share, and uh, with Adams, with me, that was fairly simple. And it's a matter of concentrating on those aspects of the character and then being yourself. When you're doing the electronic field trips, basically they are for youngsters. That high school students, maybe. Do you think the students catch on to what you're doing? The, the well, I would hope so. And the fact that these, uh, these programs seem to be very popular would seem to uh, indicate that uh, they are getting something out of it and that the school systems keep uh, subscribing to this. So I, from that, I would deduce that yeah, they're getting a lot out of it. Of course, I want them to. I want to believe that. So, <laughs> of course, you know, I, I've all. I've, well, ever since I've been here, I, I like the electronic field trips because it's 
When I was taught history in a military academy, high school, I could not have imagined a duller subject if you had worked at it. I think this is part of the magic of, of what we do and why it's such a privilege to do it. It's, it's putting the skin on these people and showing, I think, uh, communicating the emotional turmoil that they go through in making these decisions. I mean, we all know how it comes out, yeah. obviously. Um, but there was turmoil. There was indecision. There, there was second-guessing. All of that existed. And to show that, instead of these icons that we have in the history texts, I think that makes an emotional connection to present-day audiences. Because people haven't changed. We still, we still love, we still hate, we still lust, we covet, we, you know, all of those things. We laugh the same things. Exactly. Um, and, and to bring these men to life, I think, is an incredible, incredible honor. I, it might be an honor, but it's also work. It is work, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a work of love. It's fun work. It's, uh, it's not a labor. Well, for some of us, it's fun. <laughs> You, you and Bill, uh, otherwise known as TJ, uh, take your show on the road in, in Carolina. Uh, that's a live audience. That's different from a television audience. Very different. What kind of audience feedback do you get when you're out with a bunch of high school kids? A, a, a lot of feedback. Uh, they, um, each of us have a prepared statement. We basically introduce, introduce ourselves, but our purpose is to debate each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, there's conflict, and kids love conflict. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. yes. And uh, they take sides, and uh, and uh, of course the questions that they uh, they, they ask um, is a sign that we've gotten through. I mean, the fact that they ask questions, mm -hmm. but the types of questions they ask I mean they have chosen one over the other, and they're taking sides, and they want to see one of us win and one of us lose, and. And it's it's always nice to see kind of a metamorphosis when you go into this auditorium full of high school kids and they don't want to be there. The best thing is that they've gotten out of class and they're talking and they're doing whatever. And then by the by the end of it, they're all sitting forward. You have their rapt attention, and then that's that's it's instant gratification. It's wonderful. Yeah, that's 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 the way I think history. Uh, sh people should react to history. You ought to want to know where you came from and how you got here. Yeah, and here are these two marble heads, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, which we all assumed these people were the best of friends. And, of course, Adams and Jefferson were the best of friends, although there were times when they had falling outs, and to see them going at each other, that's just immediately going to grab their attention. Mm -hmm. Who did Franklin dislike? Well, most... Uh, actually, he disliked anybody who didn't agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like the rest of us. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> John Hammond and Steve Holloway, Colonial Williamsburg actor interpreters. The Electronic Field Trip, Founders or Traders, airs December 6, 2007 on history.org slash trips and on local public broadcasting stations. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. Check history.org often. We'll post more for you to download and hear. Thank <laughs> you.